The one that predicted odds of breastfeeding over and above the rest was the education and information. Not all women are receiving information and support about breastfeeding at the same rates. You're listening to a Family Resiliency Center podcast hosted by Ryan Monahan. The Family Resiliency Center is a transdisciplinary research and policy center at the University of Illinois. In this podcast, we explore factors that influence the likelihood of women breastfeeding at six weeks postpartum, what could increase or decrease their chances according to a new study. Joining me, Dr. Carolyn Sutter, lead author of the study and Family Resiliency Center researcher. Carolyn, thank you for being here. Tell us a little bit about this study. Sure. So we know that breastfeeding has a lot of benefits for both mom and baby, but we also know that initiating breastfeeding and continuing for the recommended amount of six months can be really hard and there are a lot of barriers that women face. So we were interested to know where are they getting their information and their support to help them breastfeed. And what did you find and why was it important? We found that women who had more information and education about breastfeeding were more likely to breastfeed at six weeks after birth. So if they weren't receiving those, that information and support, they were less likely to breastfeed. And what do you mean when you say information and support? What are you referring to? They are getting information and support from a number of different sources, including professionals like their doctors, from their peer groups, and education sources like newsletters, books, online sources. And those were the ones that really predicted whether they were going to breastfeed or not was that education and information uh, support source. So there are all these places women get information, but your study shows they are not all equal when it comes to being an influencing factor on breastfeeding. Can you explain that a little bit? So what we found when we compared these different sources of information and support within the CDC strategies for supporting breastfeeding women was the one that predicted odds of breastfeeding over and above the rest was the education and information source of support. Having that initial understanding can be really helpful for meeting those recommendations and continuing to breastfeed up to the recommended six months. Carolyn, this research is also eye-opening in the sense that it found that not all women are receiving information and support at the same rate, and that could result in health disparities. One of the things that we found was that some women were not receiving information and support and they were less likely to breastfeed. So this included women who were enrolled in WIC, women who were single, women who reported a race or ethnicity other than white, and women who had lower maternal education levels. And these are the women that we already know are at greater risk for breastfeeding cessation. What call to action or intervention programming could this study promote? Our takeaway message there was that we need to focus on making sure our educational materials are demographically and culturally relevant, that they're avoiding value judgments put on women, and that they're going to be delivered in a way that's easy for mothers to utilize and that they're actually going to put into action and it's going to support them in their breastfeeding. And you mentioned that new technologies could help with that. So it was those educational pieces like reading a book or going online and that indicated to us that we could utilize maybe new technologies to help get information to women, whether that's websites, social media, texting, ways that are going to be easy to reach mothers and easily digestible for 
for them. Well, we certainly hope those things happen. Thank you for your research and for being with us today, Carolyn. Thank you. I'm your host, Ryan Monahan. Thanks for listening. This research was conducted at the Finley Resiliency Center at the University of Illinois as part of the center's Strong Kids 2 project. Strong Kids 2 is a Cells to Society transdisciplinary study investigating how individual biology interacts with the family environment and what it could mean for childhood obesity prevention and interventions. More information can be found at familyresiliencycenter.illinois.edu.